Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dolly Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. Going to battle fear factory. This is George Corps, Commander Fisher. This is Jasmine Delegate. This is Wade from our last enemy. Magnificent two thousand feet. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Bruce Anderson. Rex from Kilbevo Hill. This is Gary Bruce from Sepultura. You're listening to Ever Black Podcast. Thanks for joining us on the show. Uh, of course, uh, the new Aparte EP, Rage, comes out on June 25 through Human Warfare. And, uh, man, it's chaotic. It's heavy. And, and I guess it's it's got a lot to unpack uh, in regards to how dark it is. And lyrically, mm. it, it, it's really, really dark. Um, what was the seeds of this thing that drove, you know, the, the lyrical concepts and, and the, the tone of it? Um, well, basically, there was like, uh, well, for Zach, it's gone on a lot longer than it has for me. But um, basically, when we came into the recording process of this EP and the writing process, we knew that we wanted to talk about something that was like real and like experiences that we had gone through personally. And like, we didn't, we didn't want to be disingenuous. We, we wanted everything to be raw and real. So. Um, we sort of delve, uh, dove back into some like um, pretty personal trauma that um, Zach and I both went through. And for both of us, it was very different, but um, it sort of all came out the same way. Um, for me, it was a pretty heavy, abusive relationship that I went through for a few years. Um, uh, just like being stuck in a situation you feel trapped in, um, like being gaslit, like the lies become so often that you don't know what to believe anymore. And so for me, it was sort of um, a way for me to come to terms with this like horrible experience that I'd been through that I'd never really want to wish upon anyone. Um, and just a way for me to come to terms with how like my feelings on that, that period of my life and uh, to move on. But I'll, I'll let Zach talk about his, uh, his part. Um, yeah, I don't know. You pretty much hit the nail on the head, though. It's just about past traumas and releasing everything, I don't know, over many, many of years that has weighed on my chest and, you know, weighed on Caleb's chest. And we sat down like, all right, let's get it all on paper and let's let's figure out how to... All these things we, we wish we could have said and that we wish we would have said, you know, just spread it out, let off our chest, get a weight off our shoulders... And I guess that's rage. That's what it became. Yeah. And while for me, it was like a, a later in my like adolescence type thing, like a, um, a relationship um, for Zach, it was like his whole upbringing, upbringing. Yeah. childhood, like everything about it. Um, 
So when he first told me like the things that he'd gone through fully as a child, because we've been best friends since we were 16, but it wasn't until we actually sat down for the writing process for this um, album that I actually got to hear the full extent of everything that had happened to him. And um, it honestly like rocked me. Like I, I couldn't even imagine um, having to go through the same things he went through. And it's like, um, you know, just being subject to like, like alcohol and drug abuse, like physical abuse from partners of parents, like, like witnessing all this horrible shit. And it's like, I could like Zach, I cannot imagine like him going through that and like coming out to be this like kind hearted, sweet person he is today. Like the, the balance just doesn't add up. It's, it's crazy. Some of the things that he's experienced over the years that, yeah, I didn't even know until we literally sat down to write this EP and he just laid it all out for me. And I was like, wow, uh, heavy. <laughs> That's how it be, man. That's how it yeah. be. <laughs> did, you, did you find that um, going through that process together made, made it easier in the end when he went to go and, and unleash it in the vocal booth? You know? I'd say so, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. man, I would, I would agree. Um, like specifically, there was... Um, like we had this one night where we had planned to sort of get all our ideas out on the paper and like figure out what we were going to talk about and which songs we were going to talk about in, et cetera. And, um, and I, we went out to dinner and, um, we like, we're in the middle of this restaurant, like basically crying, like <laughs> in front of each other, like wiping away our tears, like, fuck, this little, is little, little so bro, crazy. Bro, you know. Yeah, we were just like, like just letting it because we um there was sort of like a, a two year period before this EP started coming to be um where although we were still best friends and very close we we probably we we were dealing with some really heavy shit personally and so yeah. we didn't open up to each other about what we were going through and so this was our like release to just like sort of sit down and just really be like honest with each other and like hey this is what I've been dealing with and we were both just kind of like so overwhelmed by it at that time but um the second that you know it all started coming out we knew that that we had something like raw and real to to write about for this ep which is i think makes all that difference you know definitely absolutely how well i mean obviously only a few people have heard it they've heard the singles but what, what are you hoping that people get out of it you know being that honest honesty from you guys and your own personal experiences and sharing that with the world, you know, what, what, um, are, you, what are you hoping that people take away from that? Uh, I hope with some things that, you know, like people can relate to if they've been through experiences that are similar or, you know, different, but obviously they don't know firsthand what we've been through. So hopefully through their experiences, they can relate to some of the words that are, you know, put down on those tracks and it, that helps them, I guess. Yeah, I guess because lyrics can be interpreted in different ways. Yeah. So right. like if anything speaks to anyone, I, I just yeah, I just hope that people can relate and they can realize that they're not alone and other people are dealing with some horrendous shit. And um that like, yeah, you're never alone. There's always like people you can reach out to and talk to, and there's always like healthy ways to deal with things that you're going through. And um yeah. You know, we're living proof that you can come out on the other side better off for it and um, make something uh, cool in the process. 
Uh, well, we hope that people think it's cool, but <laughs> it is yeah. cool. It is cool. It's Thanks. really, it's really fucking cool, boys. And it's, heavy. I mean, you know, like the vibes I get, I don't know, you, you probably hear different things, but I, you know, I hear a bit of Code Orange in there, you know, a bit of Slipknot and a, and a few other bits of influences. I mean, is that nailing on the head or is there, who, who, where are you dragging? Because it is different. It, I can see the progression through, you know, even the last EP. Yeah. And where it is to now, you know, this yeah. one is off the chart man it's it's crazy some of the guitar work and everything it's nuts thanks man well um i guess it's funny because um like to continue on with this like zach, zach and i kind of like i've always been down the same path with everything like yeah. music wise um interests wise we always just seem to be doing the same thing it coincidentally yeah always on um, the same wavelength yeah. yeah we always agree with every with each other on pretty much everything uh but for me being the person who writes um all of our instrumentals and things like that yeah um all of the influences that i now draw from from the band i would have never ever heard of if it wasn't for zach like he showed me like i i grew up um in a in a really uh conservative uh christian household where like listening to metal was not a thing, like a normal thing. And um, and Zach grew up very much the opposite, like his family. Yeah, that was very alternative, I guess. Um, very, it, uh, a lot of 90s influence, like new metal, you know, industrial sounds, shit like that. So I always grew up like with alternative music. I was never really one for the mainstream or, you know, what's popular on the radio, bullshit, yada, yada. So I don't know, I guess, yeah, I introduced Caleb to a lot of things. So a lot of things I'm like, fuck, bro, you need to listen to this because this is sick and you're missing out. <laughs> right. So like Deftones, now my favourite band of all time. He was, I, no idea. And he was like, dude, you haven't heard of, this is when we were probably like, yeah, 17. And he's like, you haven't heard of Deftones, bro? Like, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, bro, how haven't I heard this before? This is ridiculous. Like, like Manson, Nine Inch Nails, like, all shit that like I'd never really I'd heard of them and like but never really paid attention to until mm. like he brought it to the table like for me I was always like like my dad grew me up on I don't know Eric Clapton and like the Eagles and shit until I found like Parkway Drive and then I was always always just about Parkway Drive and fucking North Lane and then Zach introduced me to this whole other side of music that I didn't even know fucking existed and then it blew my mind so much. And um, I suppose we, yeah, like I started drawing on those influences in Spit You mm. Out, um, especially like Deftones and Slipknot. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm, you, I'm always in Caleb's ear like, hey, dude, make it sound like this, you know? Like, yeah. hey, dude, when this would sound good. <laughs> yeah. So like I call Zach my creative consultant because like I, don't, I wouldn't be able to create what I create if it wasn't for him, which is I think why we work so well together. Um, yeah, we boy. just like push each other to, to be the best creators that we can be. So that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What's, what's the weirdest influence that you drew th from, from this one that you sort of suggested where you were like, Hey man. Um, oh, oh. Weirdest influence you gave me? Probably like, uh, uh, I don't know. Nine inch nails, yeah. I guess the weirdest. They're not, yeah, not, not nothing crazy. I don't think. No, I'm trying to think. Probably something that I mentioned down the track I was like, Hey, man, that's sick. Do that. <laughs> I don't know. I think if I remember, yeah, I'll get we, back to you. <laughs> I, I couldn't pinpoint one. 
I couldn't pinpoint yeah one weird influence, but no. lots of influences that um just when I was younger, I probably wouldn't even know like I would have found way later if it wasn't for Zach showing me all this stuff. So yeah. Man, so there's always those bands though. Like even at my age, I'm listening to bands now where I've gone, what was I listening to that early? Like, why didn't I give yeah, it a chance? Literally. Like, you know, man, I don't know. Old man. <laughs> Just when you think you can't, there's always more around the corner. That's it. Insane. Yeah, down that rabbit hole. But yeah. uh, hey, the video, the videos for those singles, um, "Under My Skin" and and uh, "Full of Rage" are amazing. Where, where were they? Were, were they done up in in Brisbane? Brisbane? Yeah. Know, Brisbane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a the same. Caleb, do we do the same for "Full of Rage"? That was why we did "Split" as well. Hey. Uh yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's a little videos. like practice room thing uh what is it called works is it work studios studios it's in west end and it's like yeah the grossest like smells moldy as fuck it is is grunge man it is full grunge that's what it is a a full heroin den looking (laughs) as in every room and so like we filmed half of this the music video from our last ep there and when we like we just needed a really gritty like gross corner of a room and i was like that work studios place that's the most disgusting place i remember going let's just do it there again and we yeah. um, made our own little backdrop we like i brought all this shit from bunnings and we spray painted <laughs> these big wood boards and then lit them on fire out the front of the prac rooms i'm surprised we didn't get in trouble for it we like yeah lit the lit the paint and the board on fire and then like scratch them up with barbed wire and shit and then I like stole this cage and our bassist stole some barbed wire off the side of the road. And we made this little like cage for Zach to be in. And it was like, it's super DIY, but it, um, it's, our, it's probably my favorite uh, video. I reckon. Came out. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. For how, no for how DIY, shitty rigs. And those, we had three iPhones, oh, like yeah. strapped through like an old light lid. <laughs> Just like I swinging from Bunnings, that was like I thought it was a light that could plug into the wall with and a bulb, but turns out that it couldn't plug into the wall. It was like you had to wire it in. Oh, and so no. we taped our phones up into this light, and we had someone on it with it. It was on a mic stand, and they were just standing above, like swinging it above our heads the whole time on a mic stand. It was the yeah. shittiest rig ever. But also, shout out to Sam for filming it because Sam works his fucking wizardry. That's for sure. Hey, man. um, It's our manager. Well, well, me and him both manage the band together. He he does lots of our, like, design work and stuff, and he's always been, like, the biggest supporter of the band from day one, but um, he's a weapon behind the lens and and editing, and he just, like, pulled it together and made this real shitty rig look actually (laughs) good. I don't know how we did it. Mm. Hey, it, they it came out awesome. However, you get to do it, you know what I mean. Like whatever gets the job done, and exactly. it doesn't look. And that's the that's the thing. It doesn't look budget. It doesn't look like it was. Yeah, budget. well, that's good. That's the main thing we're aiming for, not to look budget. Oh no, budget. no. We, we want to look good at at a budget, but we don't want yeah. it to look budget. It always seems to work out for us. Like um, the video for Gasoline Anthem literally cost us zero dollars. <laughs> That's awesome. Not a See? cent. That's why you're doing it. It's, it's like so good. Yeah. 
In regards to recording, though, uh, you did it with Sean Delander from uh, Sledgehammer Studios. Yeah, and, correct. Uh, man, that dude, I've been hearing some incredible stuff coming out of his studio hey, of late. Yeah, um, he's, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. How did he how did he push you guys to sort of get the best out of your takes and out of your, your tunes? Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. <laughs> oh, there's a story um, coming. Uh, um, so him and I, so like, <laughs> so he, uh, yeah, he, he and I both produced the record. I guess like together we worked a lot together. But um, Zach came into the studio like after we'd already laid down all the tracks and stuff, and it was his turn to record. And basically, me and him had hatched this plan <laughs> to get like the best performance out of Zach we could. We were just gonna piss the fuck out of him at the studio until he got so angry that his take would be like so aggressive that it was just ridiculous. Right. And so <laughs> we would be like taking the fucking piss. We would just be sitting back in our chairs, like Zach, he would be all right, go. And he would press space bar instead of record. And he would just start playing. And Zach would like scream a line. He'd be like, Oh, I wasn't recording. Sorry, bro. And take it back. And then Zach would like do like five or six takes of one line. Um, like it, like the, the, uh, like big one liner sort of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to have the best delivery, and um, he would do like five or six takes, then get a sick take, and then Sean would like on purpose start recording again, and it would delete that take, and <laughs> he'd be like, "Oh, sorry, bro, I accidentally deleted the take." And then the next take was always like ten times better because it was a sick take, and we deleted it, and he got that angry that the next take was like ten times better. Fucking and there was literally points where Zach would do the line again, get the, the best take ever, walk out of the booth and be like, <laughs> fuck you, I'm going home and just walk out the door. And like, we were like, okay, <laughs> fuck, you got the line. That's amazing. Oh, it's so funny, man. So, uh, it, it worked in the end. It worked out well. How, how were you when they, they told you the plan? When they sat you down and said, look, you know, we kind of did that on purpose, you know? No, like, no, nah, nah, not, not till recently. <laughs> we never told him. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. But, no, Sean's like the best dude ever. Coming into yeah. the studio, I, like, you know, he plays in Viata's Murder. He's, he's a bit of a big deal. Mm. And so we didn't know what to expect, but just the most down to earth, like nicest guy on the planet, like. Yeah, I'm to do it with anyone else, to be honest. Well, talking about uh, Viata's murder, I mean, it's it's coming out through Human Warfare, which is uh, Andy's label. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How's yeah. how's it working with him? Yeah, it's good. He's a good dude. He is a great dude. Yeah. Yeah. I actually was yeah. just at his house dinner the other night. Cooked me a nice steak. Love. Oh, there you go. Hey, shout out to Andy. Shout out, Andy. Somewhere. Out there somewhere. Like really good dry age steaks. So, <laughs> fantastic. Nah, but um, yeah, it's been sick. He's like super supportive, like helps us in all aspects, you know, 
he's uh he's helped us out a lot so really appreciative of him as well that's awesome that's awesome well uh i mean you guys have been doing this for quite a long time now i mean the press yeah. i mean reading the press it makes it sound like it was overnight but it's not i mean you guys yeah, have, like, people don't see the blood sweat beers, oh, dude, tears, the, the grind man the grind yeah. that's right the grind it, it's been close to 9 years now i'd say well, yeah oh, 2013 geez. the end of 2013 we started as yeah, you know yeah, aparte yeah. started doing stuff but you know you fucking 2013 again we're like 17 years old we're like oh dude it's right you know like next year like a couple years you know we'll be massive like big europe tours usa all this shit you know it's all gonna be sick fucking eight years later it's like oh yeah dude <laughs> cool it's all starting to kind of like starting now. to do some cool tours now like <laughs> yeah yeah that's that seems to be the yeah. uh you know the rule i guess it's the 10-year thing you know what i mean yeah 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 you gotta do the grind i mean it, it turns you i guess into a professional you know once you do the grind you you, you know what it's like you, know, you gotta sacrifice that's it man that's it you know, yeah, you got to. What was that? Sorry, uh, you just slowing down then. Oh yeah, my internet was cutting out for a second. That's I, all. Right. I was just saying, you learn and you grow. I mean, like, you know, when we first started, like, we were just trying our hardest to rip off like any influence that we had because we just were young and wanted to make music and we didn't understand what being in a band meant. And like most people, I guess these days are like that are starting new bands had band experience previously. So they know what they're doing. They go to the right mixing and mastering and like their first release is kind of sick. Our first release was dog shit. Sucks, dude. Oh, but, dog shit. but it shows you the progression of our band from then to now is drastic. Yeah. And like, I probably like it's, this is our first serious metal band. Like for me is my first yeah. serious. Band. And so Zach was his Damn. first serious band. We had school bands, but like they never did yeah. anything. And so it's been cool to like grow from our first like band and our first show at my parents' church with like End World and like bands like that. And like we sucked. And like now we like still kind of suck, but we suck less. <laughs> <laughs> you don't suck. Hey, hey. You, you've done the journey though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if I say it, no one else can say it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Don't hurt so much. <laughs> no. Well, talking about, I mean, you did the tour as well. Talking about touring, you did, was it three shows uh, sold out? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. For our first, you know, three shows back, they all sold out. So can't complain about that, really. Yeah. Can't complain at all. I mean, so which, uh, which was the best one? Oh, uh, Brisbane's always, always. Brisbane was sick, I but did. Sydney on the road. Sydney was really good. Sydney was, yeah, blew our expectations out of the water. Yeah, absolutely. Which was you played somewhere? Was it like a wrestling thing? Oh, dude! Oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> what, oh dude, no! What was that? That was yeah. up here. Um, yeah, our mate's like a professional wrestler, and uh, he teed up this thing where like. Is um, wrestling, they were bringing back hardcore matches. So, like, we got to see dudes get belted with like barbed wire baseball bats. And, and like, we, you know, the thing where they get like the skewers and they like stab them into each other's heads and then they've just got skewers sticking out of their heads and they're bleeding down their forehead. It was gnarly. No, but I have not seen that part. It, it exists. Crazy. It's a real thing. Wow. 
and then like yeah straight up barbed wire ch- like steel chair wrapped in like 100 meters of barbed wire straight into some dude's stomach twice <laughs> it was it was gnarly man and it yeah. was real it wasn't like you know the yeah it was real fuck. wow like like it's wrestling still like yeah yeah, you yeah, know. yeah 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 but the pain it was real i can tell you that's brutal that's brutal yeah, where was that back room was it yeah back yeah. room yeah Chardon's corner good old back room yeah oh, you always get a, a different crowd there you know you always get a weird different crowd at the back room yeah weird venue but it's it's underrated i reckon it is yeah we played there with crazy town like two years ago it was like, like our second town. show before lockdown. yeah yeah crazy town crazy yeah. town bro well but I, was it it was the reunion tour for the yeah, yeah. that first that big album i'm trying to think what yeah, it was gift called of the game bro That's yeah gift of game yeah yeah Oh, yeah, well, I, I I remember they were going to tour, do the tour, but I didn't know that you guys opened for them. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty heavy. We actually we played under them. We were main support. Wow, we were main support. Yeah. yeah. How was it? Uh, weird, dude. <laughs> it was at the bathroom, dude. It was weird. It was weird as fuck, man. It was like, um, it was like, uh, you know, like the monster drinking three quarters shorts wearing fucking backwards cap having like stereotype of that like new metal fan like that's not a stereotype bro that is facts <laughs> these, these dudes were like full kyles with like drinking monster jet energy <laughs> punching holes in drywall type shit like definitely it was, kyles dirt bikes Dude, yeah, dude, yeah, dirt bikes, you know, unit stickers, it's all oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like, and the crazy town guys, they're like, try and act the same, but they're like 20 years older, and like, they were lovely, they were the sweetest yeah, yeah, dudes yeah. ever. But it's like, it's so funny, it was just like the weirdest, but kind of coolest experience ever. Yeah, see, I don't know how old are you, dudes, if you, you know, 25, okay. 25, yeah. All right, all right, yeah. See, I'm an old man. I remember that when that album came out and people, like, lost their shit. Lost their like, shit, yeah. A big deal at the time, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, man. I was, like, five. <laughs> dude, it, it's still a song. Butterfly is still a song that everyone hears and goes, oh, dude, I love this song. Wait, I mean, Toxic is still one of my favourite songs, like, ever. That <laughs> shit's so good. <laughs> yeah, man. No, I don't have a dirt bike. I may live on the Gold Coast, but I don't, you know, drive a pickup and have a dirt bike or drink mother. No. So don't, get on, don't judge me. But um, you've played other supports too. I mean, you've done like uh, Born of Osiris. Yeah. 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 Um, with Chelsea Grin. Was that Born of Osiris with Chelsea Grin? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, Americans. <laughs> We've uh, supported Polaris a couple of times. Yeah. Um, supported Alpha Wolf a bunch of times. That's pretty cool. There's some friends of ours from way back that are doing pretty good these days. Mm. We've supported Parkway back in the day. Yeah. Like at a little festival, we weren't like main support. We were the first band on the festival. and But there was only three metal bands, us in Hot yeah. and Parkway. So that was cool. That's, that's crazy. I used to book them back in the day. Oh, true. Long, long no time way. ago. Just when I just watched that um, Viola Underdogs on Netflix. It, it is insane to see that they're playing 
shows of that fucking stature. Holy crap. Yeah. And they're still that, the same dudes. It seems so genuine all the time. I love it. it. That's big dick, man. That's that's huge dick. From where the little little shed under the Parkway house, like fucking to that, dude. <laughs> that's nuts. My wife was at their very first show. Wow. Well, no like, yeah, was more. Good chick. Hold on to that one. <laughs> She's asleep. But uh oh. yeah, she used to go, oh yeah, saw him. She was more into the emo y stuff, but uh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I was like, oh yeah. wow. But uh of course, I mean you you got heaps of stuff coming up though. I mean, you've got, you've got the EP dropping this week. You're also doing uh Halloween hysteria at the end of the year. Uh yeah, it was that's smart, mate. Awesome, that's man. Yeah. But uh what what, yeah. is, what else you guys got coming up cooking uh for, for the rest of the year? Any other news mm. apart from the more recording? Um, well, pretty much we're just trying to tour as much as we can at the moment. Really get the word out there about the record that's coming out in two days. So, yeah, crazy. That's come yeah, up so fast. Two days at the time of this interview. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's come up real fast. Um, so yeah, pretty much just um. I'm probably preparing for the next release also because we don't want to fall behind and then wait two, three years before releasing a follow-up like we did pre until now. Luckily, code bought us some time. So we can just be the next bad moments. Well, it's all right. We can wait. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, man, man it's it... 20 years between releases. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to... Oh, there was another band I was listening to. They just... Nah, keep them rolling. Keep the metal rolling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Have you, have you heard the whole the whole EP? Have you heard the whole thing? Yeah, yeah, man. I was yeah. at work um, <laughs> printing banners and stuff today and cranking it. Heard it a few times yeah. actually. It's really what, good. Uh, what song do you like the most? I can't remember the titles because I had my phone in my pocket. But and, yeah, like I like it as a whole. To be honest, yeah. and there's that there's that real melodic one too. Uh, uh, softest one. Right. Yeah, time. yeah. Yeah, that's your favorite. I really like that. That was really good. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. There was heaps of little bits and pieces I said before, like that jumped out at me, like little crazy guitar bits and vocal bits. And just, it it just, yeah, it really flows. I think people are really going to like it. I'm kind of glad you listen to it. Hey, man. I'm kind of glad that you listen to it that way because, like, I feel like it's, meant to be like an experience is meant to be listened to like start to finish type thing. So I think it's, that's the best way to listen to it. So I'm glad that's how you listen to it. Absolutely. I didn't stop. I just had it on loop in my pocket. No. Cool. <laughs> but uh, dudes, thanks so much for joining us on the show. It's been awesome hanging with you. Come down and play a show on the Goldie soon. That's what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We well, we were supposed to be, but now it's been moved. But that means we'll probably come ourselves at some point to do. You know what? That's all right. We need it way cooler anyway, because it's like a little dive bar. You know, you get that intimate, you know, the crowd interaction. Everyone's I'm playing the there Friday night, so oh, cool. Drunken. They're also easier to deal with. So. Mate, it gets nuts there, right? Eh? I mean, it's tiny. It's about the size. I'm of just it, expressive right? ground, dude. Oh no, right. Dude, that was the best venue. We played there, played there with Prepared Like a Bride when we were like 18. That shit was sick. Wow, that's going back a long time. It is, yeah. Man. And Sabercat, man. Sabercat, bring that. Sabercat. 
Yeah. They're still kicking, but they just don't do anything. They're never going to do anything. Nah, I hope they do because they're the best band ever. <laughs> best band. You don't know Save the Cat, go and look them up and watch the one that has a little, like, fucking... What, what was it, the Digimon? Rangers, like, robot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah Power Rangers looking, <laughs> transforming thing. They rule. I'll check that out. I saw who do I, I saw I wrestled a bear once there. And it was oh pretty, shit! Yeah. Oh. that would be pretty nuts. That was. Insane. I forget that they exist. Iwabo, man. Dude, you every- loved it. Didn't, didn't you love them, Zach? Yeah, I, I quite rated. I wrestled a bear once just because yeah. it was nuts to see a chick going nuts like that. <laughs> now and, and now so look at her. She's like, yeah, man. Now she's all like, uh, you know, doing the spirit box thing and blowing up here. Oh, that's spirit box chick. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know that. That's oh, sick. Yeah. Spirit box are cool as fuck, too. Courtney LaPlante. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was actually watching a video um, this morning uh, that uh, Punk Rock NBA dude, and I'm um, talking about like how all the dudes like give her and Hayley Williams a hard time because they're like, they just came in and then changed up to pop, but they've been doing punk music for like longer than anyone that yeah, says yeah. that's been alive. It's like, bro, nah. I love that band, eh? Nah. So good, um, dude. Hey, you know. Hey, dudes, thanks for hanging out. And uh, album co- the EP comes out this Friday, June 25th. Yep. See you guys soon. And um, we'll see you on the coast. Yeah. Right. Cheers, man. Thank you. Have Thank a good night. Take care. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 